Hey everybody, Mark Mascola here. I want to welcome you to Powerless to Powerful. This is the number one positive side of addiction podcast. What a great day to be here and uh, what a great day for uh, for you to be here as well. This is April 20th, 2022 and it is, uh, it's fairly early here in Nashville, Tennessee. It is uh, a few minutes before seven o'clock and I just got in from uh, a walk around the farm with the dog. We uh, we get up really early around here. I'm I'm usually up and and rocking on my stuff about 4:30 in the morning. I go through my prayer and my meditation and and um, you know I ask for a few things and then I listen to what God's answer is and and become willing to do that. And um, today's topic is uh, is something that that. Um, that really is. I, I did a I did an edition on this called uh, the Secret Discipline a couple of editions ago. It might have just might even have been the last one. Um, but you know, I'm I have discipline is not something me you know in in my addiction and in my life. Discipline is something that I've had to learn to get good at. It was it's not something that comes easy to me. Um, this whole concept of, of discipline for people um, who are addicts and alcoholics is, is a real struggle, right? We are, mo- we are some of the most undisciplined people, and our success in our recovery and our success in every area of our life is based on our discipline. So how do we become disciplined? Today's topic is you must practice. So you, you hear the word practice, and you ask yourself, what does that mean? You think about, you know, if you were an athlete like I was in high school and college, you'll listen to the word practice, and you think about the difference between practice and game time, right? You practice so you can be good at, so you can get good at, at, at the game. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw in, I'm going to throw in a definition of, of practice when I'm talking about you must practice, and this is, I have had to practice my discipline. My, uh, my success in my, in my recovery, my success as an author and a, and a coach and, and a guy that creates courses that help, you know, really help people with human performance, right? How to create better results than I'm getting by purposefully choosing to be disciplined in a series of actions that make me better. Make me a better husband and a father and a businessman and, and make me better. You know, I only, hopefully, you know, when I launched this podcast years ago, I'm hoping that, I, well, I, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and affirm it. I know I'm a lot better at it today than I used to be. Why? Because I have put it into practice. Anything that we practice, we will get good at. And practice is an action. So let me throw out a definition to you. Again, April twentieth, twenty twenty two. You know, I'm I'm up early. Got a beautiful sunrise here in Tennessee this morning, and and uh, I have become very disciplined in my morning ritual. You know, I get up and uh, and I do a little prayer and meditation, and and then I start my day. I have you know multiple podcasts that I do. I have books that I'm writing. I mean, this this year. I just turned 58. This year is is going to be absolutely awesome. 
Uh, we've got some extremely powerful things that we're doing uh, for men in recovery and, and men and women in recovery. Uh, we've got a couple of books that you've you have heard me mention that we're going to launch this year. I've got a uh, a personality course for men and for women. And, and right now you can go to www.powerlesstopowerful.com and and actually do the first the first of the the lessons the first of the modules which is a core strengths test you know if there's anything that has strengthened my recovery and supercharged my life because of my recovery it was understanding what my core strengths were but equally as important understanding the things that i had to practice and overcome to be successful you know, I talk all the time about the eight key areas that every person has to master. It begins with personal growth and comes full circle to number eight, which is spiritual connection and life's purpose. It includes everything else in between. And it takes discipline and practice to become good at these, these eight key areas. Now, go ahead. If, if you're new to this podcast, first time you've ever listened to it, um, the, the eight key areas are personal growth, relationships, finances, physical wellness, mental clarity, nutrition, recreation, and it comes full circle again to spiritual connection and life's purpose. It begins with personal growth, comes full circle to spiritual connection and life's purpose. That divine relationship is what is what everything in my life emanates from. I say it all the time, recovery is one of the most powerful personal growth platforms that I've ever been around. It took me off of a crazy, a crazy path that I was on, and put me uh, on, on a extremely winding but powerful road that I'm on now. In my recovery, and in, in my relationships, and in, in my finances, my physical health, all of that stuff is is more powerful today. You know, here I am on the flip side of several bouts with a couple of bouts with COVID and and getting over cancer and you know, I've had some crazy things going on in my life the last several years. But I I don't use those as opportunities to derail me. I, I that that for me it's a call to be more disciplined. So let's talk about what you must practice. So here's the definition of practice. Practice is the actual application or use of an idea, belief, or method as opposed to theories relating to it. And if you hear something in the background here, um, I've got an extremely active dog who uh, is playing with some toys here uh, in my home office. So, um, practice. The actual application or use of an idea, belief, or method as opposed to theories relating to it. So let me unpack that definition. Actual application. What, what does that mean? Right? Let's, let's call that what it is. Action. An actual application is action as opposed to theories, which is just sitting around thinking about it. If, if you make this podcast one of your positive addictions, you'll hear me all the time. You know, I see posts all the time. You know, 
recovery is for people who want it. Well, no, it's not. There's plenty of people who want recovery. Recovery is for people who need it. Well, no, it's not. There's plenty of people who need it. Successful recovery is for people who take the actual application, right? Practice, get into action, the idea or belief, as opposed to sitting around thinking about it. So we hear all the time, practice these principles in all of our affairs. So this is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the topic. You must practice. So a principle is an undeniable, a fundamental truth that serves as a foundation for a system of belief. And a belief is an acceptance that something is true. A belief or an acceptance that some a belief is an acceptance that something is true. What do you believe about your journey here in recovery? Do you surround yourself with men and women who help you believe, be help you be confident enough to know that you can win, or are you hanging around with people who help you create a belief that recovery is supposed to be a struggle? When you put down the fight and accept recovery as a lifestyle, the game gets a lot easier. When you put yourself into action and understand the fundamental truths that serve as a foundation for a system of belief. So, you know, what, what do I mean by this? So, so let me ask you a question. Ever been around a guy who's a spiritual giant or a guy or a gal who's a spiritual giant at a meeting but's an absolute jerk everywhere else? When, 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 when we talk about practicing these principles in all our affairs, anybody can be a spiritual giant at a meeting for an hour. Right, every anybody can can have a sponsor that can preach everything in the 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 approved literature, right? Whatever that means. Everybody can find somebody that 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 is a is an absolute phony, right? Let me tell you something. If you sit around in a meeting and you and you preach these principles, and then you go to the grocery store, and I'll throw out a principle for you. Patience. Patience is a principle. If you sit in a meeting and talk about practicing these principles in all of our affairs, and then go get in a grocery store line, and and you're an absolute jerk to the man or the woman behind the cash register or the person in line that's in front of you that you think's taking too long, you're not practicing these principles in all your affairs. The game is not to be a spiritual giant in the soft landing spot at a meeting or having coffee with somebody in recovery. The game is how do I act in my life because the quality 
of your recovery. And let me tell you something. You got to understand that there is a quantity and a, and a quality to recovery and both matter. I don't care how much time in recovery you have. If you're a real ass everywhere you go, that, that to me, quality of recovery and quality of life go hand in hand. Your recovery sucks if you're a real jerk in your life. And, and let me just call it for what it is. And if that, if that pisses you off, then so be it. You know, one of the disclaimers I throw out here all the time, I, I'm not, you know, I, I, I have an, ex, sometimes I have extreme opinions that I don't mind voicing. We live in a world that sugarcoats the truth, that sugarcoats principles. You don't believe that? Go hang out in some of these online recovery groups. Bottom line is the majority of the people in those groups, they're not interested in recovery. They're interested in a successful way to not have pain and stay in active addiction. If you're one of them and that offends you, I'm sorry. You'll have to get over it. You know, we live in a world that has that has made the line of recovery so wide and so blurred that some people don't even understand what being in recovery is all about. For me, recovery is total abstinence. I see people talk, and this is my personal opinion, and again, if it makes you mad, I'm sorry. But if you have a recovery date from alcohol and you're still smoking marijuana, snorting cocaine, or doing anything else, you may call that recovery for you. You can, you can, paint, you, you can call it whatever you want to call it. For me, somebody who is successful in recovery is abstinent from alcohol all mind-altering chemicals. That's my belief and that's my acceptance of what is true. And I'm not just a guy with an opinion. I've been at this for a couple of decades. I write books and, and I've studied this stuff. I understand the psychology behind it. It's what I talk about on this podcast. It's what I teach in my courses. It's what I do with my coaching clients. I don't screw around with this. I understand the way this works. So Ashley and I are just not a couple with an opinion. We have humbly practiced not only the principles in all of our affairs, we have become students of personal, professional, spiritual Development and human performance. You know, one of one of the and I'm I'm going to do uh, in a, an upcoming edition. I'm, I may go ahead and, and claim I'm going to do this next edition of this podcast. I'm going to talk about the myths, myths of successful recovery. What is a myth? A myth is a widely held but false belief. There's a lot of phrases that are thrown around in the recovery community that literally help people 
become more conditioned to helplessness because of the widely held false belief. I'll throw out the number one right here. I do it all the time. It's the reason for this podcast. It's the foundation of my success, Ashley's success, the people who follow us, their success. I help people understand what they're powerless over and what they're not powerless over. I'm, the, I'm one of the few people in recovery who will say the one thing that most people want to say but won't. It's not in my nature to be powerless, and it's not in yours either. Why is that? I was born in the image and the likeness of a powerful God. One of the biggest myths of successful recovery is the whole concept of just don't use and go to a meeting. You know, I understand what that means, but there's a lot more to it for a guy like me than just don't use and go to a meeting. Boredom, complacency, I can get all those things by just not using and go to a meeting, and it leads me back to using again. So, you know, I ask the question, ever been around a guy or a gal who's a spiritual giant at a meeting? And is a jerk everywhere else. Is that you? I mean, how you treat people? I just threw out, you know, one of the five relationship principles, patience. The other four are tolerance, forgiveness, kindness, and love. Patience. The more I pray for it, the more opportunities I have to practice it in all my affairs. If I pray for patience, God's not going to say, okay, Mark, boom, question, uh, request granted. God's not a celestial genie in a bottle that's granting your wishes. What God will grant you is an opportunity to practice these principles in all your affairs. Want more patience? Pray for it and then get off your ass and go practice it. Kindness? Be kind everywhere, all the time. It's one of the five relationship principles. Forgiveness? I can't tell you how many people in recovery expect to be... And and if you take one thing away from this podcast edition, put this in your pocket and hold on to it and understand how true this is. Forgiveness. It's an all-or-nothing proposition. There are way too many people in recovery who are asking to be forgiven that are holding on to unforgiveness. I know that's an entirely, that topic is is an entire podcast edition by itself. Ask yourself the question, do you expect people to forgive you, yet you are holding on to unforgiveness of someone else? Or how about unforgiveness of yourself? Guilt? Shame? The number one way to get over guilt is to quit doing things you feel guilty for. Right? The number one way to, to, to be forgiven is to learn to forgive. You're waiting on somebody else to go first? Guess what? It doesn't work that way. You go first. God's waiting on you. 
not the other way around. Tolerance? You don't have to like somebody to tolerate them, right? One of the things we hear in meetings all the time, principles before personalities. What does that mean? That means accepting undeniable truths that I must learn and practice in all my affairs, but everybody in the meeting can teach me a lesson. And I'm going to talk about the guy that was my second sponsor here in, in just a minute. And the last one is to love. Love yourself, love others. Recovery was one of those was was the thing that I stuck around long enough that I had people who loved me till I learned how to love myself. So when I'm talking about practice, you must practice these things. You see, there's a not knowing, right? There's the ignorance. I just don't know. And ignorance is, I mean, it's not a judgment of somebody. It just means I don't know what I don't know. You see, there is an ignorance, not knowing what to do. When I got to recovery, I didn't know what to do. And there's there's pain in not knowing what to do. This whole concept of ignorance is bliss, there is pain in not knowing. Go hang out with any addict that hasn't found recovery yet. There is pain in the ignorance of recovery. Then there is what? The next the next thing is unknowing what to do, and then not doing it. That's where real suffering comes. There's plenty of people who know how to get themselves clean and sober, but just don't do it. That's what I'm talking about when I talk about action. And then there is a practice these principles in all of my affairs. Don't fake it till you make it. We don't need any more fakes in this world. There's too many fakes as it is. That's another one of those myths. Don't fake it. Understand the principle, practice it, apply it, and get better at it. Again, understand that there is both a quantity and quality of time in recovery, and both matter. The quality of your recovery is on full view in the way you live your life. So my second sponsor, I asked this guy to be my sponsor at the end of my first year in recovery. Why? Because I just saw the way he was living his life. I saw the way he treated his wife. I saw the way he was with his kids. I saw him practicing the principles, not perfectly, but practicing these principles in all of his affairs. My first sponsor was real good at theory. He could preach recovery. And I can promise you, he's not listening to this podcast. And I'm not throwing him under the bus other than talking truthful about what he brought to the program. I'm clean and sober today because of him. Because he helped me early in recovery, but he also taught me how not to act. So my second sponsor, Chris, who just celebrated 35 years, I think it was yesterday, April 19th. Chris, I love you, brother. Thank you for all that you've meant for me meant to me over the years. He told me something I will never forget when I asked him to be my sponsor in my first year. 
And here it is. He said, Mark, you're a grown man, and you know the difference between right and wrong. Do the right thing always, even when no one is around. Think about that for a second. Mark, you're a grown man. You know the difference between right and wrong. You look at people in recovery, people know what to do. You know the difference between right and wrong. Do the right thing always, even when there's nowhere around. And the second thing he told me, and I mean, this is the first time I've asked him. He went through a list of things. He said, don't ask me to borrow any money. I'm not going to lend it to you. Always do the right thing. I'm not going to tell you to go to meetings, but you ought to. I'm not going to tell you to show up early and greet newcomers and stay late, but you ought to. I mean, it's, it's amazing how I can almost repeat it word for word over 22 years later. Because there are people that you'll surround yourself that are the real difference makers in recovery. I'm not talking just about the winners who put together quantity of time. I'm talking about the real impactful men and women whose message, God's message, comes to you through them. You need to go out and find those people. They're around. Don't just hang with the winners. Hang with the ones who, who want to make an impact. Chris told me, you're going to be an example of one of two kinds of people. Someone this works for or someone that this doesn't work for. Your example matters, and that's a choice you must make. Again, here I am 22 plus years later, and the principles, the undeniable truths and the wisdom of the, of the statements is something I'm far from perfect at, but I practice in all of my affairs every single day. You can read them in my books. Hopefully you get them in this podcast. I mean, that's powerful stuff. Again, this is God's message working for us, in us, with us. And most importantly, when you get to that point in your recovery and in your life, through us. Because I talked about the eight key areas everybody's got to master. Spiritual connection and purpose. Your life's purpose in some shape, form, or fashion is always connected to service to others. So, that is the end of of the Powerless to Powerful podcast, the number one positive side of addiction podcast for April 20th, 2022. Check out all the kick-ass stuff we've got at www.powerlesstopowerful.com. Man, and uh, I'm really grateful for those who take me up on our the, the offer to do a free action plan mastermind session. Man, if you need another uh, uh, another set of eyes or ears on a problem, if you want to talk successful recovery, you want to talk about struggles in recovery, man, it's, go go to powerlesstopowerful.com and uh, and snatch up one of these free mastermind strategy sessions. I'd love to help you put together an action plan, uh, stuff we do all day, every day. 
help you strengthen your recovery, supercharge your life because of your recovery. So this is Mark signing off, telling you go out and be powerful in all you do today. That's what God wants you to do. This is Powerless Powerful, the number one positive side of addiction podcast. Have a great day wherever you are in the world. You absolutely deserve it. Bye for now.